Hello and welcome to the latest Canby Quarterly Results podcast. I'm Gerard Starkey, SVP of Marketing here at Canby, and I'm joined by Canby CEO Christian Nylon and CFO David Kenyon. Good morning, guys. Thanks for joining me this morning. So we're going to start with with you first of all, Christian. I know we're here to talk about the Q4 results, but I think we should start with the the big news this week that you're now able to repay the the convertible bond held by Kindred while you've also signed a, a contract extension with Kindred, taking the partnership up to 2026. So obviously, fantastic news on both counts. It'd be great if you can tell me a little bit about what this means for, for Canby, both separately and, and also in combination. Yes, I mean, having the ability to, to repay the, the, the bond. I mean, first of all, this is a very unusual construction. And, and uh, to some extent, it, it takes away the option value for, for the investor. Having the opportunity to repay the bond if and when we want to do so, it also gives us the possibility to limit some of the restrictions that is put on us in the current situation. Eventually, that makes us having full control over our strategic direction and gives us much more ability to grow the business in the way we want. Brilliant. Thanks. And coming to you, David, Christian mentioned their additional financial strength. So, so can you give me a bit more colour on, on what that financial strength means and, and what the impact of, of this contract will be? Sure. Yeah. So it's uh, an additional three year term for the partnership, 2024 through to 2026. And it's going to be a minimum guaranteed revenue for Canby of 55 million euros over that three years in total. So I think with our continued financial development, the new signings we continue to make and the great opportunities we see ahead, we're really pleased with this extension, which further strengthens our growth plans. Awesome. Thank you. So really good news there. So now let's talk a little bit about Q4. It's been an, another quarter of, of a strong financial performance, despite various headwinds, as you detailed in the report. How do you reflect on your Q4 performance as a whole? And, and Christian, what would you say were the, were the main highlights for you? Yes. So. I'm extremely pleased with the result this quarter. We were up against some really tough headwinds. First of all, 888, we have lost the majority of the revenues coming from them. We have lost all the revenues coming from DraftKings and our largest customer, Kindred, we have lost hopefully only temporary, but one of our major markets. So it makes it quite tough to compare uh, to last year. The growth we have is mainly driven by the Americas, which was responsible for 58% of the operated GDR during this quarter. And the US in particular has been driving this with full basketball and American football schedule. If you remember, we talked about a really rough start of a quarter when it comes to margins, and we came back well. I think we ended on 7.8%, which is almost within the band we're guiding on. But still, it's severely worse than it was uh, Q4 in 2020. So again, a tough headwind, but really pleased with the result we got there in the end. We continue to sign new partners in Q3. We signed three new partners and so far in 2022, we have already signed two more partners. So looking very strong and as always plenty of new launches mainly in the us we have entered the 18th state uh, maryland but uh, also elsewhere in the world we have done launches in netherlands australia argentina and bahamas for instance 
a very busy quarter. And and just moving on to one of the topics you mentioned in the in the quarterly report, and that is of modularization. Now I know this was a, a subject you covered at your Capital Markets Day last June, June 2021. Can you just give a bit more flavour as to as to what that means for for the business and what it will bring? Yeah, essentially it means that we're looking into ways where we can break up our service and offer pieces to our existing partners, but it also opens up to be able to attract a more varied group of operators than we can today. Today we have a turnkey service, and I think for many that is what we will demand also in the future. But we also see that there are partners who would like to either use our platform and most of our, our services, but possibly want to instill services from our companies into that platform. And vice versa, as with Kindred, for instance, there are companies who will own their own platform, but are very likely to want third-party services in terms of, for instance, odds on things they don't think is their own core or more sophisticated products such as bet builders uh, to instill to their platform. And I think we have a great platform, we have great trading technology, and, and I think we should be able to serve a larger market with a more hybrid approach than we have today. This will just make us stronger. It will make us much better place to acquire and, and retain customers for the future. Excellent. Thanks for that. Coming back to you, David, Christian gave some highlights on, on Q4, but how do you reflect on, on the performance? I have to say I'm really pleased with the results this quarter. Uh, there were, of course, major headwinds that Christian mentioned and talking about the likes of the DraftKings transition, 888 transitioning away over time and major operators not being in the Netherlands re-regulated market. These are really tough comparatives we're up against. And actually, when adjusting for those, what looks like a 23% decrease in operating turnover actually becomes a 38% increase in underlying turnover for the operators. So that's that's really positive for us. So we delivered operating profit of 7.1 million in the quarter at over 20% margin. And I think that deliver that in such a tough quarter really is a strong base for the future. Yeah, no, definitely a strong quarter. But also looking at the year as a whole, uh, if, if we look across the board, there's strong growth to be seen across all the main KPIs. So I don't know if you can just touch on how you reflect now on, on the entire 2021. Yeah, I'd say it's a year where we've really grabbed opportunities for global expansion gone into Australia, Argentina, the US. At the same time, we've also capitalised on a balance sheet with our first major acquisition of Avios, and we've carried out our first share buyback programme, which really strengthens our position. I'd say we have huge tailwinds with regulation, new signings and commercial opportunities, and I think we're really well positioned to go into 2022. Excellent. And coming to you, Christian, how do you reflect on, on the year? It's certainly been a, a bit of a roller coaster, but for sure, Canby's ended on a high. Yeah, it's certainly been a, a busy one, but another year with fantastic group. I mean, obviously, there's been some challenges, as usual. I mean, we, we show resilience and we have come through this and can now, now show a much more diverse business, I would say. And I mean, as example, I mentioned it before with Kindred Rating Data and DraftKings. They were 64% of our revenues, as talked about in the annual report in 2020. And still, I mean, we are doing very, very well financially. So I think we should be very proud about uh, what we've been able to do during 2021. And I mean, it has been a lot of highlights. I mean, we have done an enormous amount of launches, 60 partner launches, I think. 
We have had an amazing Euro tournament during the summer. We have signed quite a few new great partners. And of course, we have also done an acquisition of Avios. So, so all in all, I think it's been a great year. It has been another tough year when it comes to COVID, of course. But now, going into a new year, I'm super pleased to see that the restrictions are easing and we can see our people back in the office. I think people have done a great job working from home, but just the ability to meet your colleagues in a, in a more regular way is great for all of us. Yeah, in touch with that we continue to move in, in the right direction there. Looking ahead, just to end on, what should we be expecting from Canby throughout the rest of 2022, Christian? I think we've put ourselves in an absolute fantastic position now. So I'm really confident about the future. I think as we've shown this quarter, the resilience we have to the bad news. And on top of that, doing the contract extension with Kindred and being able to repay the bond has really put us in a great position for the future. I think we've only scratched on the surface in the US and the rest of Americas. So I think it's a lot more to come there. Really looking forward to the opening of uh, Ontario in, in April. In Europe, I think we will see uh, Netherlands continue to pick up and I hope we will have all our uh, partners getting their licenses during uh, the first half year here. And as I mentioned before, I think we see a lot of noise coming from operators in Europe that need to replace their own uh, in-house sportsbook. So I hope we will see some new signings uh, from there as well. On the product side, it's an exciting roadmap, particularly on the side of BetBuilder, where we just released ice hockey. I think we will have baseball ready for the new season and basketball for the season starting in autumn. As we mentioned, I think we will continue on the modernization strategy and I think we'll hopefully see some examples in action late in this year. And of course, the year ends with a World Cup. Not sure it will be a great thing for, for, for financially. I mean, Q4 is a great quarter usually anyway, so I would definitely have preferred to have a World Cup in the slow months of June and July. But for all sports lovers, it's the biggest thing that can happen. So it's a great way to finish off the year. And it will obviously be a huge focus for our partners as well. Fantastic. Well, it, it sounds like an even busier year ahead this year. And I think that's a good place to end it. So I'll just thank you, Christian, and yourself, David, for, for joining me. Please come back and hear from us on the 27th of April, where we'll, we'll be discussing the, the Q1 2022 results. 